you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. There once was a bitch and she was so bad that all the other hoes, they would get mad because she'd walk into the room and what would she do? Slay. I said slay. She would walk into the room and she would slay. I hate songs like this. She would walk into the room and she would slay. Y'all know this ain't my shit. She would walk into the room and she would slay. But I'm finna make it a hit because my name is Dustin and I get with the program. Every time I'm in your holy land, like Africa or Rome. Everybody on the chrome. Got rims in a Kenwood system. Everybody just want to get with him because he don't even miss him. And he is just a chicksim. And that is something new. That y'all don't know what to do with, but just listen to it and sit on the dick and got that lips. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the friend zone. Welcome to the friend zone. A little acapella in Asia. Future. It's futuristic. We ahead of our time. You we know are. what I'm saying? What'd you say? Acapella in Asia? Acapella in Asia. You know, acapella <laughs> fantasia almost. See, I made that. That was real creationary. Oh, Shout out to Patty LaHill. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible, but you know. I don't care. Welcome to the friend zone this week, y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hope everybody had a good week. Um, you know, we tired, you know, but we are here and this is going to be great. And I'm so grateful for everybody listening. So let's do this. So welcome to the friend zone, your right. weekly show that focuses on all things well-being, mental health, and mental hygiene, because who in the hell wants a musty brain? And please don't get it twisted. I'm never going to forget it. I invented it. I did it. <laughs> this is the remix. You know, last week we didn't have a chance to talk about. Last week. Our, <laughs> <laughs> our Beyonce concert experience. We sure did. I think not. that'd be cute to kind of get our blood flowing for I this think week, so right? Too. Since we're all a little tired. I wish y'all could see her talk about getting the blood flowing while so she's I in her formation do- jacket. Oh, I sure right. am. We're on a formation tour, world tour jacket I as sure we speak. Am. Thanks to Crystal. Okay. <laughs> I love you forever. Everybody was in formation, okay? Yeah. Okay. Right? We were at the concert and Fury was like, I am, he literally was talking about this jacket <laughs> the entire way. And I when mean, we got there, there was 
one left. <laughs> one. Damn. One. And he got it. Mind you, there was a huge line. <laughs> I mean, All he, he did was ask the girl he for the size. before y'all got there. He was like, tell me where the place is when you get there. I'm like, uh, I don't know. It was so. It was meant for and him. then they didn't take credit cards, but they took his. Thank God. Okay. Not, I mean, they, they it was like, cash literally only. made <laughs> screaming, right? The girl was like screaming cash only. And then he was like, oh, I have my car. And the girl was like, I got, I got you. you. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, what is this? It was destined. Man, Yo, that's how it he be got feeling. it. And then Crystal came. So I begged her out. And she was like, oh, I'm coming back tomorrow because she had the pit tickets. And mm-hmm. I was like, girl, listen. <laughs> I was like, and y'all know I'm not even like a stan or uh-huh. nothing, but cute is cute. Yes. And the man. formation jacket is too cute. It sure is. It looks man. so Cute on right, you, so yes. I told her I was like, "Listen, you coming back tomorrow? Do me a favor, <laughs> I will pay you okay. ASAP." And she was like, "I got you," and she got one. So I'm so happy. Shout out to up. whoever was over there at Parkwood doing all the tour merchandise this time around, because the shit is flaking. Okay, right? you know what I've noticed is that like tour merch has like had a resurgence. It's like I've tour- never really cared for it, me but either. now it's like some cute stuff. Think about all that Yeezus tour merchandise that was like so dope. Right, all this Pablo stuff. That's so dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Formation World Tour stuff is so dope. Yeah. I can't I definitely wait to saw see. a couple of things I wanted. Yeah. Okay, I saw more than a few things. Beyonce had the whole fucking collection. For I was real. like, I know you got the Ivy Park, but girl, you need to go ahead and get some teas for the men on the real thing, okay? <laughs> okay, they said Kim Burrell got bread sticks as her tour merchandise. Oh, oh Lord Jesus. <laughs> they said she got bread bowl soup for her tour merchandise. Oh. Bread bowl, <laughs> broccoli <laughs> and cheese. You know, ghetto people, the own, everybody ghetto love broccoli and cheese soup because you put a little salt and pepper in it. Oh, that it'd be was so good. That's all you needed. That's all you needed. So Kim Burrell at her concert, they serve bread bowl, broccoli no, cheese soup. Stop. And lemon. That's her tour merch. That's her tour merch. One of my friends, <laughs> who was that that said that? Was it? Oh, it was Mouse Jones. Shout out to my no, boy, my bro, Mouse Jones. So Mouse Jones said Kim Burrell be sneaking in, in her car, sneaking and listening to Get Your Freak On by Missy. <laughs> no, that shit was funny as hell when he tweeted it. Because immediately I heard like Kim Burrell in my head, like, get, 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 Burrell, get, get, get. Yeah. Gurgling. They need to do a decoded episode with just the two of you. Uh, we have fun together. It's right? real chemistry. But yeah. So, <laughs> anywho, the Beyonce concert was the shit. It was oh her best tour that God. I've ever seen, and I've seen all her tours. That was my first. It was amazing. And like that, that cube. Man. Man. The, fucking... the cube that was alive. When on it the started stage. spinning, me and Fury were like, my jaw Wait, dropped. This my... isn't a screen. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a cube. Oh, oh, are we spoil? Spoiler alert! If you didn't go see formation, you should oh yeah, have. sorry. I guess we should have put a warning from here on out. We <laughs> finna, we, first we leg, about to y'all. go into formation, okay? Slay trick, or you get eliminated. I mean, <laughs> the show is amazing. Here it goes. Stop if you need to. This is the only time I would tell somebody to go first. You know, normally I say go, say, go first so you know about it and we can talk about it. That's and it. thank you. I have to shout out, of course, to Kid Fury for taking me with yes. him, uh, which was so sweet. Then I got to shout out Crystals for taking me with her then. Okay. Right? Okay, I got to shout was out so... my sister and my cousin for taking me with them. <laughs> Shit. It was that amazing. Was, oh, my God. It was so sweet. We had awesome seats. Um, yes. It was, and all of you that came up to us, I loved it. <laughs> it was oh, yeah. so cute. A lot Shout of y'all were like, Fred, it's your first concert. At the formation uh, tour. Right? Which is a lot of love, which made me happy because I love seeing your smiley faces. It is like home, knowing that everybody has shared interests and, you know, y'all come up and y'all be like, oh my God, y'all here. It's like, yes, because, you know, we in formation and y'all in formation <laughs> with us. So that was love. Yeah. So I had a blast. I that did was too. definitely, Beyonce is 
I've always loved it. I wrote that in the caption on Instagram. I was like, I've loved this chick since her no, no, no video at mm-hmm, Yclef. Man. Like, that's how far back. So to see that she's had this longevity and how hard she works, I can't yes. believe it. Like, how Insane. does she dance like that night after night for that many months? I kept asking fears, like, how does she do this? There were no lulls in the show. Like, it was just high energy the entire time. The entire time. The dancers are so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. There was one that had my, like, I was like, she is gorgeous with the big curly hair. She was dark skinned. You know, she totally killed it to me. She stood out. And she also had, you know, a couple of uh, Caucasian or Hispanic girls up there or something. I was like, that's right, Beyonce. Oh, yeah, I did see one white girl. (laughs) Okay, well, you know, and and she was on point. She She was dancing for Beyonce. She was dancing her ass off. I love when Beyonce does that. Like, you remember the Naughty Girl video? There was also a a white girl in there that made sure she was on point. Because Beyonce (laughs) is just always on point on her own. So she just looks for that. Like, as a, as a thing, it's like, all right, you just need to be perfect in this, bar. so I got to tell you about a whole lot of shit. And be able to dance your ass off, and that's the white girl's excuse for not having one. When niggas be trying to clown her for having a flat butt, she be like, I danced it off! <laughs> oh, my God. Jackass. <laughs> Poor Beyonce. And meant it, though, because she, she in formation, so shout out to her. <laughs> so mad at Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that she also, I mean, not that she ever, you know, misses her mark but I just love that she also took so much time to make the visuals oh. look so fucking bomb on every side of that fucking cube like when it would rotate and it would be different shit and it that would, cube oh, was alive that and cube the was visuals alive. were amazing and it was like original music to the visuals like I hadn't heard that shit before right I was like what's she about to do something new again a new album within I don't know Palmer <laughs> you know so it was good okay. though man no I loved it it was Ooh, great. I had so much fun. We <sighs> literally danced the entire time. And the funny thing is, I was asking for you about the people in the pit. Because mm-hmm. I was like, they have to stand there the whole time. You know, me thinking I'm sitting there chilling with my little sandals. And then, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, we danced the whole yeah. time. Like, I was sore yes. the next day. I didn't even sit in my seat. Like, I literally. No, at all. I was there. I saw where it was. And I said, okay, I'm going to go stand over there and, like, enjoy the whole fucking show on my goddamn feet. And uh, Melissa, what's her name? Melissa Perry. Perry Melissa Harris Perry. Harris Perry. <laughs> was sitting in front of us she had a blast she was in formation (laughs) friend a blast I was like I want that okay whatever's in that cup (laughs) you know she fun cause she quit her damn job she sure did anybody that say fuck this job remember Monique said that Black women be like, fuck, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> girl, how your job? No, girl, fuck that job. For real. How your kids doing, Monique? Girl, fuck them kids. <laughs> Shit. Black women be knowing. That's why fuck they be it. so damn strong. And that's why MHP <laughs> was in formation <laughs> at Listen, that concert. Okay? She let it all go. All go. She said, fuck them haters. I'm going to enjoy okay. the concert. Okay. <laughs> nah, but it was fun. I was happy to see everybody. Fuck that network. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> and I we know sat network. next to Alyssa Milano. <laughs> Did you really? Throwback. Let that me cool? tell you about her ass. Did your stones put Alyssa her next Milano. No, she actually sat next to uh, Fury. Well, <laughs> I was did on she the have, outside Did she bike. have rhythm? <laughs> She did. Because she looked like she might be able to, you know, roll a little bit. <laughs> but she needs to go on somewhere with them cheap-ass clothes, let me tell you. So no. she, she listened to this. So I did it. I went to The View, right? Mm-hmm. Ended up front row, right in front of Whoopi. The gods. Right was, I mean, it was, just, it was amazing. So <laughs> anyway, she was the guest that day. And so the giveaway, you know, was, I guess, some of her shirts. I think it's called, like, Touch by Alyssa Milano or something like that. It's like like soft clothes, I guess, or like athletes. I don't know, but it's like a Mets t-shirt. 
I walked right on past that table, and my best friend was with me visiting. And she was like, uh-uh, get the shirt. Somebody might be able to use this. Oh, my God. So I got the shirt. And I want to purge it so bad, but I feel bad because it's a shirt. Somebody really could use it. So now this, I have this complex attached to getting rid of this shirt that I do not want. Oh, my God. So that's my Alyssa Milano story. Oh my god! About shirt, her shirt that he doesn't want at all, dog. Like it's a Mets shirt with like a big scoop neck and short sleeves. It's really ugly, and it's like there's no way that it could be flattering on anyone's body. No. So I was like, okay, so if I do anything, maybe I could cut it into a tank top because it's got like a scoop neck, right? You know? A muscle tank. But then it's like ill fitted. It's so almost it, like a peplum. So I can't do that with peplum, it. No, it doesn't even look like anything she would wear. Like, <laughs> no, it looked like some shit. Some of that shit Labelle used to wear. Which now it was the shit when Labelle made. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm no, just playing. No. It ain't that extreme. And shout out to Labelle for being again being ahead of their time. Right? Today is the future show. Pioneer. Being ahead of their time, pioneering and shit because <laughs> they had them crazy clothes first. They sure did before Kiss. Before Elton John, before everybody. Tell them. LaBelle was literally the first one. Tell my people. <laughs> but go ahead, though. Right, so y'all ready to jump in? Yeah. Or jump back. Jump, or jump back. side to right? side true, like true. that. So on last week's show, we discussed the Orlando tragedy and gave different tips and stories and experiences on how we each handle grief when we need a timeout, how we handle the heaviness um, of every day. And not just every day, but when things impact us greatly, what are some of our processes? We shared those in hopes that you would share yours, and a lot of you did. So here are the ones that stood out to us the most. Sir Dustin, who do you want to pick? Well, y'all know that my picks have nothing to do with the topic ever. (laughs) Like ever. So this week we're going to do a little bit of early black excellence and we're going to shout out one of my best, closest friends, Gary LeVard. He's a very talented actor. I love him dearly. Like we are brothers. Like we think alike. It's amazing. Right. So he he tweeted um, two days ago, hashtag now playing Mary J. Blige in title hi-fi. All I need is my BFF. Look at Dustin here and life will be perfect. Wasn't that nice? So for everybody that needs to feel good this week. You know what I'm saying? Just let a little love out. Like, love on somebody a little bit. Tell, tell somebody. Aww. Tell them. You like the way them jeans? Tell them. You know what? You look good in them jeans. I totally agree. You know what yes. I'm saying? Go on and do it this week. Love on somebody. That's I, my, you know I ain't going to do no another one. That's <laughs> no it. No another one. No, you know what? You're so right. I was walking by, um, and this this young man passed by, and he had on a nice suit. Mm-hmm. Like, he just looked great, and he was really young, which is rare to see mm-hmm. young black mm-hmm. men in, like, nice tailored suits because he had to be, like, 16, 17. And knew how to wear it. And was walking, and he looked so handsome. And I was like, you look amazing. And he, like, I think he was shocked. Yes. Because <laughs> I literally stopped dead in the street just mm-hmm. the time that. And, he and was, you fine. So I know he was like, all right. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> he was so happy, like his he was just couldn't stop cheesing, he and I forget who I was with. They were like, "Why would you stop someone to say that?" You know what? how dudes are. I'm like, "No, but he looked great." Right. I couldn't help it. Stop See? the people. You always right. I agree with Dustin. Love Spread on somebody love. this week. Right. Absolutely. Say something nice to someone. Yes. <laughs> yes. To go in line with that, actually, um, I have a an email that I yeah. wanted to read from Madden. Uh, this was in reference to last week's episode. We're gonna be all right. And uh, the subject is, imagine if people heard love every day. Mm. Over a week later, and I'm still processing Orlando, and probably will for years to come. 
It hit me especially hard because it happened the weekend before the Charleston church shooting anniversary. Being a gay black man originally from South Carolina that could have been that could have been me in that church or me at Pulse. It was especially sickening because the morning uh, the morning of I celebrated pride for the first time with my best friend, feeling for the first time that I am normal. Sometimes the best thing you can do for someone is to remind them that they are loved and that there are good people out there. I can't live believe, believing that there are more people that hate than more people that love. It's time for those of us that love to be louder than the hate, because it seems that love is always quiet until something happens. Imagine if people heard love every day. Mm. I felt that one. So that was from Madden, and I, I had to read that. Like, <laughs> outside of everything happening, you know, we're coming up on Pride this weekend in New York, um, and it's just going to be an important time to be your fucking self and enjoy yourself. You know, New York City is one of those places where it's a hot spot for bullshit anyway. So if you're out there and you're scared, life is going to fucking happen. So live it up and do your best shit. I'm tired of, I'm tired of just sitting out here, you know, being scared and being upset and letting all this shit affect me. I've had a hard couple of weeks just on some other shit. And um, to think that you could have been in one of those two places, I know you're going to say to yourself at any given moment, like, I'm not supposed to be here. I think that I think that to myself every day. I'm not supposed to be here. I can think of tons of different instances where I don't think I was supposed to make it, or I I feel like it was said that I was not supposed to make it, and I'm right here, and you're right there, and we're all here, right here in the friend zone. (laughs) Yes, and that's beautiful. And I just want to clear up a couple misconceptions about pride, real quick, right? Because sometimes I think that people think it's you know. A sequence parade, and a, um, you know, and, a, we, should and, talk and about we all that. got batons, and you know what I'm saying, coming down. You know that it ain't that ain't it. Pride is just like all right, picture it, right? It's just like All Star Weekend, Essence Fest. You know what I'm saying? Um, Black Beach, Daytona Beach Weekend. It's just like that. Every freak Nick. Everybody congregates in whatever city it is. People fly in from everywhere. There's tons and tons of parties with celebrity hosts. It's people from all over. There's usually a host hotel or two. Lots of parties. It's just a good time. Picnics. It's just like a great, great summer weekend with people from all over the country that you really only see at those events throughout the year. And so that's what Pride is. It's not. It's more of just a good time weekend like celebration weekend with full of events than it is like us i don't know it's just not what everybody thinks it is so i wanted to clear that shit up because it's fun you know what i'm saying (laughs) when you started saying that it made me think of um this this shooting coming up there had been a lot of things that had happened you know uh they talked about a little bit on uncommon sense and uh i just hate when people are like oh you know the shooter who wasn't brave enough to come out, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's because he was, I hate that I'm giving almost a direct quote. But they were like, he wasn't fabulous enough to come out. All my gay friends are fabulous. Oh, I, wait, how did I hear that? Because did someone play a snippet? Because I definitely it, heard that line. It was said, and I, it really got under my skin when it was said. And I get Oh, you the know intent- what? It's because it was, okay, never mind. And, and, and <laughs> now I, I know where I heard it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Shout out to Kay Fox, who was on Uncommon Sense this week. She was a sweetheart, and I know that she meant so well. You know, she went well. She's an ally. She's not out here, you know, going against gay people. But I just hate And it. she's friends with Trina. I just want to throw that in there. That's another <laughs> reason I like her. So, right. so there's really no shade to her, but I know a lot 
of people have that mindset too, and especially. Well, women I actually in... heard Charlemagne say it on Brilliant Idiot. Oh, he said it too. Yeah, oh, so, so I don't it... know which one came out first, but that's where I, I heard I think, it. I think his might have come but out first. He was first, like, maybe... the guy wasn't fabulous enough, and that's and, why he was. Angry. And maybe that's and, and see that's the thing. Like it's this whole like train of thought. Um, not to say that it has. I mean, it has nothing to do with fabulousness, but like that that was like the one thing kind of put towards uh, gays in certain aspects sometimes. Right. You know, like to go along with the sequence and shit. It's just like, it's too much all the time. Right. <laughs> I get, I can see that. That's why my mom and them get on my nerves when they talk shit about me being gay. <laughs> because really? it could be worse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, y'all got that's, it good. That's really you know real. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a whole <laughs> lot worse for y'all. Y'all need to remember that. This ain't going to turn into that episode, but let me just tell you this. Before y'all start running y'all mouth, y'all need to remember and consider the degrees of severity of whatever issue it is that you're talking about. whatever it is. Because exactly. you, when you think you're in the eye of the storm, you really might be on the ankle. You know what I'm saying? You just don't know it. It could be a lot worse. Mothers, fathers, grandmothers, stepmothers. Stepfathers, grandfathers, praying grandfather clocks, praying grandfather. <laughs> Be good to whoever you have to take care of and whoever is entrusted into your care. Because it ain't about what you want, it's about what they have to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not even about what they want to do, it's about what they have to do. And so you do, you get your Beyonce on and you make lemonade out of them lemons, okay? <laughs> and that's when you learn how to have a good time doing whatever it is that was a lemon to begin with. Preach. Remember that before you start talking shit, because them same tongues, okay, can be turned on to you and mine can slither. <laughs> Don't you forget it. Friend, what did you... So go ahead, though, friend. Tell me about your <laughs> go tweets. Ahead, we haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> so, hmm. <laughs> so Kendra on SoundCloud said, great show, guys. Shout out to Kendra. Is it Kendra from the Bad Girls Club? Where is Imagine? As long as ain't Kendra Wilkinson irritating ass. <laughs> I can't stand her. Her mama crazy, too. Did you see that? Oh, her mama was up. like, bye, Kendra. Bye, Kendra. She was like fucking with her, like antagonize her in a fucking therapy session. In a therapy session. Yo, her mom is for real crazy. Like, go ahead. We'll talk about that. (laughs) Like you said, when you think you have a bad, it could be worse. Really real. Them degrees, Um, baby. So Kendra said, great show, guys. I agree with all of you. When you're feeling unpleasant emotions, I feel like they should be felt to their catharsis and then back down to their retreat from the shore. Mm. Okay. Right? She, okay, been, right she went to Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. There is no other way over an emotion than through it. Exactly how I feel. To feel it to its heights until it can't be felt anymore because then it's gone. What? Who wrote that? Kendra, Zane? right? Right. Um, this is it's not, not easy. on top. This is not easy and takes continual practice because most people are trained to avoid and to label their feelings when, in fact, your feelings are never wrong. They just are. And in that way, they're always right. Mm. I find that when I personally try to avoid what I deem as, quote unquote, unpleasant emotions, it just heightens them. It's like feeding gremlins after midnight. So I like that. I ain't never did that. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was with her to the yeah, end. Yeah, right, like, right there with someone. I was like, I don't know. Where'd she know get that, that shit from? No, I like it. I, I, no, I, I yes, did too. It was great. I, so yes. <laughs> I liked it because I saw in the comments um, when I, I had mentioned um, sitting in the pain and somebody was like, no, that they had gone through a divorce and a lot of what saved them was that they had so much to do, like a nine to five, and they stayed active and social and out. 
And she was like, even flirting with people on Facebook helped me. Like anything to not think. And while I respect that, because that's what most of us do is to just not think. But the thing is, no matter where you go or think you're going in this like running thing that you're doing, it's still always going to be behind you. Turn around. Yeah. And I, and that's what I know. I've learned that like there are plenty of people I dated and I moved on and did this and did that. And then when I finally had that moment to myself, my thoughts went right the fuck back to mm-hmm. all the shit I was worried about. Mm-hmm. So you can distract yourself, but you're still always you. Ultimately, you, you have to process in some way. At some point, and you can delay it by five years if you want, mm-hmm. but it's always going to be there. So the whole idea of sitting in it is that so you can get over it as soon as possible. And no, I didn't mean like literally sitting at home because <laughs> I think Wilding that's what... Wilding in your pain. Yeah, I think that's what the young lady misunderstood when, she, when I said sitting in it. I think she literally pictured me like sitting on the floor in pain. Right. Like it's not that literal. Like that lady on that commercial with for like the life alert thing oh, and she laying oh on the floor. God. Like she <laughs> next to that bed. You know what I'm talking Imagine about? Imagine her on this With the Alicia right Keys legs. Everyone uses that <laughs> as a meme yeah. <laughs> you see she's like yeah that's what that's what she thought she was doing and also I was trying to let you finish but damn it it's coming out now I would like to take it cause you know I don't like nobody fucking with you in these streets so I would also like to take issue with the fact that she gonna say that flirting with people on Facebook made her feel better but I would bet the farm on it that that's exactly why she got divorced <laughs> in the, the first farm. place for being mad it's at him for flirting with people on Facebook <laughs> So how are you going to fucking flip the script? Script flip, you know what I'm saying? The same thing that you mad at this nigga for, you talking about made you feel better instead of why sitting in your pain. Maybe you should have set your ass down for a minute, put Facebook's ass down, and quit flirting with other people, and you wouldn't have had the pain to sit in in the first place. Yo, my cheeks hurt today. <laughs> Y'all are not. Okay, let's look at our own house first. <laughs> but you tell I... somebody else where to sit. Maybe friend was tired. <laughs> no, and I also understand that people will will understand your point of view, you know, if they can relate. And obviously she disagreed with the idea of sitting in the pain. That doesn't work for everyone. But all I know is that it's a process that everyone has to do, whether you like it or not. So Kendra on SoundCloud, I appreciate your your um, confirmation, I guess or cosign, I should say, of that idea because it's something that definitely works and I can only speak on what I know. So right. that's where I'm coming from. But I get it if you feel you have to distract yourself. By flirting on Facebook. <laughs> that, <laughs> that works for people too. All I'm advising is that it's going to catch up with it's you It's going to hit point. you. Right. Trust me. Like Trust a brick wall, me. you're going to run right And into I say it. that with love. That's not even yeah. like coming from a not combative, like right. I know what you don't. It's like, listen, trust me. I've spent years avoiding a lot of shit. So don't, don't waste your time with that. But that was my favorite comment. So this week we are going to speak. Actually, I'm going to let Asante uh, take it, take the wheel because he's <laughs> the one that came with the concept today. Yes, you know, thank you, thank you, friend. Um, hello, hello, people. I am Asante, and this week I would like to talk to you all about something very near and dear to me. Uh, I want to get into consumerism. Okay, I wanted to do this friend style and hit y'all with the definition and all that. <laughs> friend style. Okay, consumerism, <laughs> the protection or promotion of the interest of consumers. All right. Mm-hmm. I want to know who's behind consumerism, Fran. Now, Dustin, you hear it, and you're going to help me with this, because I was literally just sitting and laying last night, and uh, 
you know, I've been obsessed with trying to get my life together, my shit together, trying to get it all back to myself. And I'm looking around my room like a loot crate box is what triggered it. <laughs> loot, shout out, <laughs> shout to, out loot to loot crate. crate. Mm-hmm. I said, what the fuck is all of this shit in my house? Like, <clears throat> like I'm just sitting here and I just really needed to get rid of a lot of it. So um, as I'm like going through trying to figure out what I can't fit anymore, like what I wanted to get, like what I am not in love with anymore, all that stuff. I just thought to myself, like, who was in charge of making this shit like the shit? And why did I think that it was so cool or why did I even want to buy into it in the beginning? You know, so like what when you're um, out there just picking stuff up and, you know, looking around your house, like what made you want to get the things that you got? And you know, do you feel like it factors into who you are and what you're going through now? Or because I feel like it's hard to let go of some of my shit when I just look at it. Like I think it represents times and moments, but then it's really just nothing. Yeah. Well, it's hilarious that you say this now because I just went yeah, through a move. I so just you... moved and I purged when I moved. Um, and How did you let it go? You know, certain shit. You know, be out of style and shit. And other <laughs> shit. You know, you don't. You 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 you. Well, for me, right? I like to. I think that I progressed. I think I'm doing a lot better than I was before. And so as certain memories and stuff, I'm okay with getting rid of and not having a keepsake or a memento. You know what I mean? Certain yeah, things true. things that are that are that have dates on them or certain things that are handwritten, you know, shit like that that you can't replace. I, I have a shoebox full of like all that kind of stuff and I don't <laughs> never tell nobody which shoebox it is or anything because it might offend somebody, you know, or whatever. Like, and I didn't want them to be offended, <laughs> but I still want to keep all that stuff. Yeah, I, I still want that boarding pass. You know what I mean? Uh, Shit like that. So, and movie tickets. All of that. Hotel keys. Like, yes. yes. Club so, bracelets. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm mad we, have, we all have the Pregnancy same Pregnancy test. <laughs> yes. No, no. <laughs> no. But, you know, like, so so I purged. I got rid of so many things, and there were so many clothing items and and books and magazines and and manuals and things that I had held on to. Uh, And I just got rid of it all. I needed the space. I was sick of it. And there's something just just renewing about a fresh start like that. I wanted to purge everything. I didn't want, I wanted to get, I threw the damn light bulbs out. Okay. I hear that. I ain't replaced them because I was moving, but I threw them out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I notice whenever I'm going through this, like, I got to work on myself and fix things. That's when I start purging and clearing stuff out. Rearrange your furniture. Yeah, like it's always the first, like my, it's almost like a default setting. Like if I'm going to fix myself or get rid of feelings or thoughts or just change a cycle of how I've been living, the first thing I do is start getting rid of shit. Whether it's clothing, I always tell you guys, get rid of that old ass salad dressing with the brown ring on the neck. Yes. Like you do, you really have to get rid. And that's always that's why when Asante was telling me about him, just randomly feeling this call to to purge, I'm like, well, it's summer solstice. It's the first day of summer yesterday, mm-hmm. and you usually get that itch when the seasons change, mm-hmm. and you didn't even realize that no. it was the first day. But I had it's no the, idea. It's the pull, like something in you is like, okay. It's time is changing. You need to catch, like literally keep up with it by changing along with it. That's it's ex- like giving your apartment an enema. Pretty much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to Get all that shit out of there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a free one, so there is not a sponsored enema that we'd like to a provide sponsored you with. enema. Um, but, and you know what? That's how I felt, too. Like, I really was like, I have to get rid of all of this shit. Like, I think it started with the thought. One time you were like, okay, you know, just buy some new pillows. That's going to make you feel good on the show. Oh, and I, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm about to go get me some new pillows. And then, you know, the sheets was on sale. So I had got, like, the whole shebang, right? 
And so then I had this bag, and I was like, all right, I'm going to do all this tomorrow. And then I was like, wait, I'm not about to put new sheets on this bed and, like, break out these new pillows, all this new shit. And I have all this old shit that I need to get rid of. And I really had to sit down and say, damn, getting rid of this old shit, like, it's hard to let go of it, but then why? Like, you're, like you've moved up to a point to where you can get all the new shit you want. It doesn't have to be materialistic shit. You have the room and the space to think clearly enough to really know what it is that you want, what you're going for. And I found that so interesting and relieving when I took a lot of that shit out. And in my mind, I could clearly start to think of, like, some of the goals that I needed. Like, I was like, okay, now I can think of 10 things that I need to get done as opposed to <laughs> just sitting around and letting shit pile up. and be like, all right, well, today I'm not doing shit. Just getting high today. <laughs> right. And it, in a weird way, it can end up being a reflection of your mind, too. Like, when my I've said it before, when my house is super messy, then you know that my mind is all over the place. But then when I get the itch to organize, that usually means I'm doing a little bit of restructuring. Like, maybe my schedule's changing. And it always ties into each other. And I noticed that when I start buying a lot of shit, it's usually when I'm, like, stressed mm. or sad or more in my lower, I'd say, like, lower energy moments. That's all of a sudden when I feel like, oh, you know, I need more stuff, stuff, stuff. But now I've, I've noticed that. And I'll be like, chill out. If you Now my thing I do now, if I want something, I'll wait. I'll give it a week or a week or two or something, and I'll wait. And if I still feel the same way in a week or two, then I'll get it. But usually it passes, mm. especially with shoes and fashion and stuff like that. But I noticed that consumerism, like you were saying, it ties into the Internet, social media, and this those quick highs. Because a lot of us, you know, most people are stressed, mm -hmm. and they're looking for quick highs. And a lot of the time, quick high is in consumption. It's in buying something, but the high never lasts, which is why you need another quick high. And then that high passes, you need another quick high. And before you know it, you bought all these shirts, and you're looking in your closet talking about you have nothing to wear. You know what's funny? So funny. Like, so, so you buy all this stuff, right? And people think you have, like, a shopping problem, right? Right. But it's really not that sometimes, right? You know what it is? What? You be addicted to... Like, what's going to happen if you have that item because it's going to make you fresh? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like if I want, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you have to put a closet full of shit. Yeah, because yeah, for all good. them good moments to come, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you know that, okay, like, it's a new Bulls jersey, right? And it's so beautiful. And you know that this it's going to look so, so good on you. It's quality, patched on numbers, no, no paint, you know what I'm saying? Like... And you know that when you wear it, you're going to feel like, you know, the president of the United States, you know, plus Jesus. And so you're like, I have got to have that because if I have that, I'm going to look so good and I'm going to end up having sex. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's not that. And so since that, that's, since that part is exciting for you, it motivates. I got to have that. I got to have it. I got to get that shirt. I got to get them shoes. I got to get... Ladies, y'all like doing it too. I got to get them red bottoms because they're going to make me stand up straight and my butt is going to lift up and I'm going to look <laughs> hot and mm. the man going to look at me or well, the women going to look at me. Whatever floats your boat, whips your cream, flames your lost remote. I don't care. <laughs> but whoever's going to look at you and is going to get you what you want. So sometimes that's what it is. And then it turns into like a shopping addiction. And I was really just talking shit, like being funny right now, but that actually makes sense. <laughs> Like, oh, my God. Now that I think about it, like, a lot of the shit I done bought, that's why. Yeah, but it never ends. It, it never ends. ends. And well, that's, that's the because problem. I want to be young forever now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm a natural-born party boy. Like, but I see, plan on, you know, needing something to wear for the rest of my days. But you see... but Fair. Shit. Fair. And see, and I think 
half of it was I I've lost more weight again, so it was like, all right, you can you don't even fit oh, this shit. So you gotta get rid of your this body shit. changes. Oh, yeah. yeah. But then the other part of it was like just hyper nostalgia. Like <laughs> I found a shirt that I'd worn to the first Beyonce concert I went to, and it was just a regular ass shirt. But it's like you've been through ten regular ass shirts since this. Like you know, just a regular ass button up. You don't need this one from then. You know. <laughs> and then I was like, look, even at my looks, I was like, you've done this look a million times. Not that I care about that shit, but it was like. Why are you still holding on? You know, when you're trying to move into a new phase, you know, um, like how Janelle Monae she used to wear the the uniform and it meant something to her. Um, I think people when they do clothes, especially there's an expression, there's a, a science behind it, and it means something. And for the longest time, for, I just needed to get dressed and, and go to where the fuck I'm going. But once I kind of started to like look at, you know, you remember Devil Wears Prada when <laughs> she read that bitch for that color. And was like, that's all. And you sent that bitch back. And when you look at certain, when I look at certain things, I actually do think to myself, like, this does mean something. This makes me feel this way. I'm going to express myself this way. And it took forever for me to get to that point that now that I'm here and I'm looking at all the shit that I have, that it, does it all mean something now? Or am I just making it mean something? It's hard to even let go of the other half of the shit that I'm still trying. It's just bagged up in the corner, friend. I, <laughs> it's, it's bagged up because I know I need to get rid of it, but it's also still there because it's like, do I have to get rid of it? You well, want me to come throw it out? It, right? I feel Sometimes like I might. Sometimes you need to do that. My best friend did that with me when she was moving. She was like, Fran, just come in my closet and get rid of all this trash because if I start picking, I'm going to keep everything. And I literally just went through her closet and picked out the things that I felt she needed to move back to Cali with. And that's how we did it. And she didn't even look at the bag that I was like. She trusted you, yeah. She totally was like, throw that out or donate it, whatever. Sometimes you need that. I know for me, my my hoarding is emotional things, like letters. And Mm -hmm. like Dustin said, Mm -hmm. I definitely have like. You got a shoebox too, friend? Yeah. (laughs) Let me tell you, I have a whole makespace bin for that. Necklaces and, right? Yes. Yes, I'm paying makespace to keep a bin full of that shit. Yes, and that to me is hard to let go. Like, even Link, Link chewed oh. up one of my, like, oh, emotional you... toys from Brazil, and I was, like, wanted to cry. <laughs> oh, no. But in a weird way, I feel like it was supposed to happen because why did I still have that? The person and I are so long gone. Yeah. I literally feel nothing, you know, nothing I should say, like, now. Obviously, I still have the memories, but... Why did I need that? And why did it make me want to cry when she chewed it? <laughs> like, because was, it was just the... the right? Oof. It was the, that quick nostalgia. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? That's cool. I'm just going to let it go. Because to me, it's ninja training. It's just detachment yes, yep. being... I, one thing for me, I have to learn to detach from things with more ease. So I think that's one of my biggest lessons this lifetime is detachment. I'm awful at it. And... With stuff, that's my biggest thing. But I've gotten so much better. Like, you, y'all see my apartment. It's very minimalist. I have everything I need. But there's no clutter. I refuse it. I don't even allow it. People send me boxes of beauty products, and they go straight downstairs. Mm-hmm. Or I have my friends come and get it. I don't play the clutter game anymore because I work so hard to, when I moved into this apartment, to keep it minimal. And that, you know, you can look around. You feel like you can breathe. Is fresh air in each curve. Like, you know, it's not a bunch of shit. That's why I had to clean up, too, so I can make a clean break when it's time yeah, to go. Yeah, and you just feel good. I did my little summer cleaning this weekend. I hope you guys did, too, with the purging and wiping the windowsills <clears throat> down and cleaning the floor, wiping everything down, and it felt so nice. Changing, you know, getting new sheets, like you said, new towels. Needing new sheets. Needing new sheets. New pillows. Right. And it's... And you, 
Shout out to y'all that are living AC Flowers. free. Ain't nobody doing that but me. I don't got no AC, so I got I don't, these really... I don't use AC either. What? No, it makes Yo, me got, sick. Do you have a bamboo pillow? No, actually, my my mattress is. It's a, okay, so that's why you can live without I have no a bamboo AC. mattress. I yeah. need the whole mattress. Then the pillow is changing my life. <laughs> what does it do? It's like just a, a bomb ass cooling material. It's just cooler, oh, okay. yeah. yeah. So you don't, you know, if you lay in a bed, a mattress with no AC in the summer, you're gonna leave sweat all over. Yeah. But bamboo is just cooler. Like, I ch- like change my sheets religiously. So if I had a whole ass bamboo bed, I would have to. Yeah, my do it. my whole mattresses. Actually, Damn. pillows. You're right. I should probably grab some too. Let me know when you want to go back to anything. Right? I was gonna name it, but you know, this is a free show <laughs> to that spot. Okay. But yeah, so definitely switch things up like just get that energy flowing open the window clean everything out buy flowers i bought myself a bouquet of sunflowers you guys so beautiful i've never bought sunflowers that i realized that i always go to the same flowers i love orchids dustin knows right i love white orchids but i saw the sunflowers and they just look so huge and so much presence i was like yo i'm gonna buy myself a bouquet of it and it's in my house it's just so beautiful so buy yourself some fresh flowers burn yes. some incense yes. get some candles some candles yes I bought my new Man, batch new of candle. candles yes. and then the little votives the little flat mm. ones for the bathtub mm-hmm. I saw you the know? prettiest candle right before I moved and so I bought it and I was like I'm not gonna light this bitch until I move to my new place <laughs> and so today well early this morning while I was getting ready for work I took that all you heard was that lighter it sounded like the beginning of a Lil Wayne record like <laughs> <laughs> you can just hear that lighter. I lit that candle and burned it the whole time I was getting ready for work. Such a vibe, yo. Mm-hmm. I set vibes uh. for everything. My morning routine, my night routine, to chill, to work. Literally a vibe. But I did want to say before we move on, with consumerism, obviously, you know, we live in capitalism. So that's the setup. They, you know, everything is for us to buy, 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 buy. You go on the train, it's ads to buy. You turn on the TV, it's ads to buy. You, you go walk, on YouTube, it's ads, ads to, to buy. buy. You Literally. go on to Spotify, it's ads to buy. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Spotify, shout out to the friends oh. on being on Spotify. True, true. Don't forget to look for us there, too. Right, please do, because that'll keep us on Spotify. So so definitely check us out there if you use it. And hit that iTunes link, too, while you at it. Don't we? Right? We on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. We everywhere. <laughs> YouTube, holla at us. Right. That's right. But there's just so many ads. And, and all I want to say, and obviously I'll tie my wellness segment into this part, but just be mindful of what you're buying. And why you're buying it, like, start, if you know that you have, like, a shopping problem, I suggest keeping track of when those itches hit and being more mindful of, is it because you're sad? Is it because something happened? You know, people have different emotional responses. Some people eat. Some people shop. Some people have a lot of sex. Whatever it is, just keep track. (laughs) (laughs) And and that way you have more control. Because that's what I did. I had a horrible shopping problem. Like, back then, in the day when I was in college, yo, eBay? Yes. Yo, eBay? My mom was like, no, 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 no. We got to <laughs> get you off of that site because I was going ape shit. Killed the credit card on eBay Listen, now. I like, I put myself about. in so much debt as a teen, and it was a lot of it was because of me trying to be this fly, you know, Harlem chick with all the clothes. And I still have a lot of that in me, which I'm trying to shake. You are still a fly Harlem no, chick. No, <laughs> I've shaked. I, listen, I've gotten a lot of that out of me, but that that need to stunt. 
Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like you can't. I I try to shake it, but then you go to an event, and it's like you know you need these shoes, and you need to look this, you need to look like and that. And I don't think it's nothing wrong with that because you're doing everything either. right in your life. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's nothing wrong with you on to look good doing everything right. You no, know, totally not. But there is that weird pressure. Like I've had moments where I've had events, and I've had almost like a meltdown because I couldn't find an outfit. And then if I didn't get the outfit that I wanted, I'd feel different. That's going into the event. And that's weird. Like, what do you mean you feel different? Yeah. Like, I would literally feel like I was in a funk because I didn't feel like I was looking as fly as possible. And I've literally lived my... I feel like that's a hood thing. But do you, think, <laughs> do you think that ties into people, the way that they express themselves with clothes? Like, are they doing it for expressing something to themselves or to society when they do that, when you do that? like I mean, it's definitely a form of expression because I like to feel like I'm representing myself how I want to represent mm-hmm. myself. Right. You know, like it's it's a part of that creative aspect, especially because I'm not someone that dresses trendy. I usually tend to wear weird shit, but I make it work. So for me, it is a, a an extension of my personality. Right. But there is also that half of perception. Right. You want to walk into a room and feel like people are like, dang, she look good. She's doing well. Like, she must be popping off. And I hate that pressure. Right. Because we all do. It. I know so many creatives that are broke as fuck, but will spend what they need to go on an event looking fly. And I don't like that pressure. Yeah. You know, and that's the consumerish thing. The consumerism, it's like this constant uh, pressure to look fly, to look like you're living right, to buy this, to buy that. You see all the ads, see everyone on Instagram. Also, everyone's broke, but in re- but on Instagram, everyone's fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you can't tell nobody nothing. But I would love to know how much people have saved or in their bank account or what their plans are. And most people put way more inventory into how they're appearing than what's really happening offline. Mm. And I know that we all play into it. I have played into it for years. Like, we all do, Mm -hmm. especially as brands. You can't help it. You want... You're part of the consumption. We are all selling. Even on the show, we're selling ads. Like, there's... Life is about sell, sell, sell. Yep. And then in that selling, you're buying. (laughs) I was just about to go there. I felt like (laughs) this is the same. Buying, buying, buying. It's the same philosophy, same approach when it comes to dating, right? I feel like, you know, consumerism is a huge part of my um, perspective in dating. You know, I got to have it. If I see it and I like it, I got to have it. You know, no matter how many of them I've had, no matter if I'm going to use it again or not. Right. You know, no matter what, I have to have it. And so I just got to get rid of that. my heart. (laughs) If a man ever said that about me. (laughs) I was in here like. I would have a meltdown if I wanted to use it And I'm just playing. If I have ever told you that I love you, you are. Not, Dozens like I you meant are not it. at all who I am talking about, <laughs> and I really right. do love you, baby. Uh, and that's it. Uh, uh, I have questions, but I'll wait. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got answers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but consumerism is, I think, the part that makes me sad about it. Just uh, for my takeaway, I guess I'll say, is how many people suffer for us to consume. Mm. And there's actually, I would love to do an episode on that just to put a pin on that because I did see a documentary on Netflix about the fashion industry and not even fashion, but just everything, consumerism and how the rest of the world suffers so greatly because we need everything fast and cheap. Mm. But then we get charged up the ass for these things. So we're over here stressed trying to keep up with each other. And then the rest of the world is stressed trying to keep up with us. 
not because they're buying what we're buying, but because they're sacrificing the quality of their life so that we can have it. Mm -hmm. And that's sad. So that's why capitalism and consumerism stresses me out, you know, like, because obviously I'm always thinking of the greater good. And I always think of how I'm contributing to the greater good, not actually feeling good. And that's why, like, with shopping and all these things, even having an iPhone, like, all that stuff. Remember I told you guys that they showed the factory with the with the net on the window because the workers were it's jumping out? Rates. You know, yeah. like, things like that. It's, I know it's hard because it's impossible to live a life that's 100%. Um, Sucker free. I mean, yeah. essentially, <laughs> like, how could you do that unless you're living in a shack in the woods? It's just not possible. Like, even people were like, oh, do you wear leather, this and that? And it's just like, I do, you know, which is why we, even when I was a vegan, I didn't say I was a vegan because I sort of felt like that didn't make sense. Like, yeah, but I still kill animals for my boots, <laughs> just not for my food. Right. You know, so I think it's a it's a lifestyle more so. And I think, I don't know, it's hard to really live a lifestyle that someone isn't suffering or affected in some way. It's really difficult, but I try my best. That's why with the Lafia video, you know, I was like, yes, I would love to go to Togo and and speak on the beauty products we're using. So I try to just uh, do your part, do my part where Mm -hmm. I can. I think that's the only way you can do it, because if everyone does a little bit. That's a lot in the grand scheme of things. Being done, absolutely. So that I think that's the only way you can really take the pressure off of consumerism. But be aware that there are f- families suffering day in and day out. So you can have the iPhones, you can have those jeans, those heels, and that makes me sad. Kim Burrell. think about that when you're <laughs> you in, Kim. Think about that when you're in a restaurant and you order on water, you ain't going to drink, and you want to have a fit for a discount that you already got. Oh gosh, think who, about did, that. who did this to you? Or no, something? nothing. You know, just thinking about. <laughs> no, nothing. We, no, you know, when we talk about the grand scheme of things, I, I just had you know a day at work today, and I was thinking about that. You know, when you think about some of the shit going on in the world, um, how spoiled you are, in, yeah. in the grand scheme of things. I was at work today. I was like, you know what? Let me not complain because I have a job. You know what I'm saying? Trying to act like that, and then you get people complaining about shit. That's like, do you, is this really an issue for you right now? Like, right. I, I asked for ketchup 30 minutes ago. Like. You had three ketchups. You didn't ask me for the third one. You would have had it if you would have asked me for it. (laughs) But that's how it is. Yeah. Y'all know what? I ain't heard nothing about it. Excuse me. No, go ahead. But y'all know what? I ain't heard nothing about it. I ain't heard no... What what did the the, uh, the vegan community have to say about Harambe? You know what? I try to filter out the vegan community online. I ain't heard none of them say nothing. Everybody I heard talking shit about Harambe is a meat eater. (laughs) So, like, I ain't heard no vegans say nothing about her. I'm Rambe. sure they did. I'm, I'm sure they did, we've but they gone on Twitter. Talk. I don't know any vegan activists that are going to get vegan activists. On my or whatever. <laughs> I just wonder what they said about Keep her. Vegan Rambe, Twitter off my, you know? my timeline. Right. You know? If you're part of vegan Twitter, no shade, just don't don't put me part of it. Right. And tell, and, and, <laughs> Shout out to you. And say something about Harambe, you know. Y'all always saying something about animals. I ain't heard shit about Harambe. Where is PETA? <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. I'm I sure I, well shit. we know Peter must have said something. They don't miss a beat. I might have them blocked, you right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shit, they might you have got you blocked. <laughs> <laughs> we see each other. Okay. <laughs> shit. <laughs> but so are there any takeaways you wanna add to consumerism before we Move on to the wellness segment. You know, just buy what you need and buy a few of the things that you want because there's nothing wrong with enjoying buying Your something hard work nice for too. yourself. Absolutely. There's I agree with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but just try to keep it in perspective and keep it honest and normal. 
You know what I mean? Try not to be excessive. Really in anything that you do. Well, it's a couple of things you really should be excessive with. But really in anything you do, you want to have a little touch. My father used to tell us that, you know, quit slamming them doors. Have a little have a little touch when you handle stuff. My father would tell really? us that. Really? I like that. Yeah. So, you know, have a little touch. You it know? sounds like something I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Just a touch. Shout out to Estelle. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah! Shout, shout out, out to Estelle. Estelle. Wait, 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 in your room and you are neck deep in it to ask yourself what in the fuck is all of this shit and why do I have it <laughs> really look at the things you're buying and ask yourself do you need this and not even just the things that you're buying the things that people give you because like I said it was a loot crate box and now the stuff in the loot crate is bomb okay the t-shirts are bomb the ice mold was useful I drink out of that horn don't ask me no questions <laughs> but the boxes themselves I was like why do I still have these boxes I didn't turn them inside out and they look cool and they, but they are stacking and why do I have all of them? But now that I think about it, I could keep some of my keepsakes in them little... No, see? See, already, you're, you're already, rationalizing already consumerism. I'm, I'm hustling backwards. <laughs> see, ladies and gentlemen, be wary, okay? Don't don't let consumerism get the best of your space. It's going to take up your physical, and it's going to run into your virtual, and it's going to get into your mental, okay? <laughs> Speaking of Loot Crate, shout out to them for this T-shirt that I'm wearing tonight. That yes, the Star Trek Loot Crate box. I love it. Hey, Star Trek. I love the friends on. Shout out to Loot Crate and going back to Star Trek. Zoe Zaldana, please only talk about Star Trek or something. Do not talk about Nina Simone anymore. Um, I finally saw it. Nina? I did. What did you think? I was at my best friend's house and I walked in. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing it, and did I was you, like, "Did you L-Y? But you know what's I'm funny? Sorry. They were my best friends were at their house playing, and they were like an hour in, and I was like, "I don't care. We're starting this from the beginning." <laughs> yes. They were like, "Frank, come on, we're an hour in." And I was like, "You think I'm gonna miss yep. this? Yeah, time for mess. <laughs> so happy for <laughs> shout out to Carrie on Twitter and oh. time for mess. Go ahead. I don't even know what to say. I just can't believe." I can't believe it happened. That bad, huh, friend? I just can't believe it happened. Aaliyah I don't movie know. Shit. I don't know how a room of people <laughs> sat down and watched that and said, "Yes, we're putting this out." I don't get it. I don't get it. I saw. I kept looking at my friends. Like, is this re like this is a real movie? It came out. They were like, "Yes, friend, it happened." Because for some reason, I don't know why. I guess it just wasn't on my radar. I didn't see... I don't know anyone that went to see it. So it wasn't Wait, on so my radar as far as, like, people going to see it. And it was I didn't that even way. think so it, it came out. I was about to say, it had a theater, re a theatrical release or whatever. Like Apparently, yeah. Oh. I thought it would have went straight to USB. <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought it went straight to hell. I thought we talked about it and it was straight done. Shit. That is the new one. Right. I never straight to DVD. Straight to that shit need to go straight to USB. <laughs> or either file thirteen. You know people used to call it a trash can file thirteen. You, did you know that? No. Shout out to everybody that's old school. Like file thirteen was the trash can. So when you were sick of something or somebody, well, you know, that can go straight to file thirteen as far as I'm file concerned. 13. Like, so file thirteen, I'm gonna share that with y'all. Y'all can have that. Thank no, you. No, it was it was and y'all know I don't like to talk down on anything, but there's some shit that you're just, like, puzzled. Like, I'm puzzled. How long was the movie? You know what? That's the best word. Two. <laughs> Two. How long? Yep. I couldn't tell you. 
I don't know. I guess the regular was feature your, film length. Was your mouth open the entire time? Yes. <laughs> That's how it In looks. disbelief. It, and yeah. it's not even about her life. I thought it was a biopic. It's not a biopic. What's it about? A relationship or something? Yeah, yeah it's just that's what one it very like. small piece of her life. Like, maybe a year or two. I don't know. There was, was like, like a what? clip where she said something. No childhood. And I was like, this is not no a... No family storyline. Nope. How she had met her husband, the kid. I got way more from the Netflix documentary than the pic, the movie. I'm than guessing it's not TV a biopic. Right, though. I was going to ask you. So, wait, it what, must is, not be a what biopic. is the name of the movie? Nina. Nina, yeah. Mm. So probably not. It's not a biopic then. No I'm further questions, Ron. <laughs> right. I can't even. And with that being said, we'll move on to today's wellness segment. Yeah, that was a sickness segment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell me how to get better. So I actually got inspired. My friend Netic, that I would love for you guys to follow him on Instagram. That's N-E-T-I-C. He is so brilliant. He's one of my favorite minds on earth. And he was um, talking about consumerism, actually, and was which is so crazy. He was just having a conversation about it a couple of days ago on his Instagram. And he came up with a really cool shopping trick that I am absolutely going to implement. And I would love for you guys to consider it. <laughs> but he was, <laughs> Here she go, y'all. Come on, friend. <laughs> right? Come on. You know I have to do it. He... Wait, Asante's over here making faces. What's the face? Oh, no, I was reading his profile. Netic Rebel, the universe is walkie-talkie. Right? He's awesome. Di- oh, director of authenticity. See, right? I-, I like that. He's totally my tribe. So he, um, he was saying that anytime he goes to shop, he trades in his mind for one thing that he buys, he trades two things he already has in his closet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Justin over here rolling his eyes. I, I, I was with you too. And he said that it's helped him so much to not have so much shit. And it also weeds out a lot of the shit that you actually don't really want. You know, like you just being impulsive in that moment. Or like we said, you have that itch because maybe something happened and you need a quick high. But you allow the high to pass when you realize that you have to trade in order to buy. Mm. And I thought that that was such a cool concept. Um, like I said, I don't even shop as much as I used to because now my day to day, that's when you guys bump into me on the street. I'm like, I'll have on a white tee, a hoodie, some skinnies and chucks. That's my uniform usually. Looking cute. Look <laughs> my hair in a braid. Like I'm usually super chill. The only time I try to be, you know, presentable is obviously when I have an event just because let's, let's all be honest here. <laughs> you have to be that person. You have to represent your brand, whatever that means. I've totally fallen victim to the need to do that, but I was also like that before I even had a brand. So it's just something I'm still working through, this whole stunting and consumerism. You're still human. <laughs> right? Um, but I do think that a cool way to compromise is with Netic's trick of one for two. That is a good trick. Right? So now when I shop, I'm going to consider that. Like, okay, if I buy these shoes, what two shoes <laughs> am I willing to donate for them? And the thing about me is I have a closet full of stuff that are that's beautiful shoes and dresses and stuff, but I don't even wear them. So I think that's going to be a cool way to, you know, keep my closet in check and just shopping in general. Mm. So what do you guys think? Would you consider it? I'm I'm actually interested and I'm down. But now my next question, because, you know, I'm a hoarder. So half that stuff that I kept... 
can I trade that stuff for the new stuff or do I need to get rid of that stuff and, you know, just start from the stuff I have left? No, you need to get rid of that that little bag you says in your corner. So, look, Friday or Saturday, because, I, you know, I got to make a couple other passes, okay? That was just the clothes. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not done, okay? The you Lord know knows Trust I'm not me, done. If, if it seems stressful to get rid of, usually that's the shit you need to get rid of. Because then once you do it and don't that's look back. Word. Yeah. That's a word. That's it a is. word. Say right? that one more time, friend. <laughs> Please, and speak into that <laughs> microphone. If it seems stressful to get rid of, that usually means it's exactly what you need to get rid of. And once you do it, the half the battle is doing it. Once you do it, the, <laughs> the next half is just being like, that was so not even that serious. <laughs> Dustin and this his is gavel. a free episode. If you break that, it's coming out show. <laughs> Your pocket, okay. So just get rid of it and think about it later. Or we'll come over and just grab the bag and tell me which one it is. Can I come over on Saturday when I get back and <laughs> right. just throw this shit out? I'm down. I am down. What about you, Dustin? Were you gonna try it? I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> I like my shit now. I don't know. But what I will do. But you did purge. I definitely purge on. I don't when I'm ready to throw it away. Right. You know, I'm a yeah. purge, you know, I'm one of them when I'm ready type niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So like once I get ready and I got my mind I got my mindset on you. I got my mindset on you. <laughs> Just hit me. But once I get my mindset on something, it's no problem. So what I can do. What I can offer you is this, right? When I get ready to buy things, and I'm speaking literally and figuratively, <laughs> when I get ready to buy things, I will, <laughs> I will in that moment, I will in that moment say to myself, self, what's up? Now, if you got to let two of them go, yeah, Which for two? this one, would you... <laughs> so, could you oh, the memories you know the way we were so I just I have to be able to be okay with that so I will tell you that I'm willing to do that work and I will meet you halfway right. that may be you know a third of the way it'll mean you half, think but about I'm, I'm, it I'm, I'm, I'm coming right you know I'm, I'm in route we'll just put it like that <laughs> that's fair enough but Thank at you. least now the seed is planted mm-hmm. of the thought I should say is planted so now next time you shop mm-hmm. you know it's it's a, it's a new process that's, that's in your mind now and it may help it may not but at least it's there now so hopefully that'll help you with your cluttering problem Asante. <laughs> well, the shopping ain't the issue, you know, because it's just what you already have. It's it's the stuff that I come I acquire. Like I feel like sometimes, I feel like India Sean. All I have is all I need. Okay. Mm. Yo, I've been <laughs> blasting that album since we brought her up last uh, week. Yeah, it was it was well needed for the <sighs> the reason and the season that but, I'm alive. Listen, neither do we will make me cry. You know, it's not a lot of things that can yes. make me cry. But neither do we by the beautiful India Sean will literally bring a tear to my eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to take a moment for that because neither do we. And you know what? I think that was one of the first visuals she had put out for that project, too. And that was like, 
just freedom. India, I love you. Oh, that's me my, too. That's my tribe right there. Everybody, man. just take a moment here. If you've made it this far on the show, say love you, India. <laughs> Your homework <laughs> this week is to familiarize her. yourself with India Sean. With India Sean, right? absolutely. Yep. At India Sean on Twitter. She's also on the iTunes, so she, you know she's official. There's a whole plethora Listen of music on to SoundCloud. Look up a song by India Sean called Mermaid. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Just listen to that first. Well, if okay. you've never listened to her before, listen to that first. And shout out to James. James fucking Fauntleroy for being the most magical musician on earth. And that was their collaboration. And that record just, I don't even know how to explain the magic that it is. But anyways. And she cool, y'all. Like she get the jokes and she's cute. She's so dope. So shout out to India Sean. Um, Just to switch gears, but to also bring it back. I'm going to do an icebreaker. Yay! But I'm going to switch it up from the one I told you before, friend. Uh-oh. So it's going to be hot, new, fresh, and delicious. What um, is it? <laughs> as per this talk of the collection of things, and we talked about, you know, our nostalgia boxes, that's what I'm going to call them. Name, talk about two or three different of your favorite things in your nostalgia box. No. No? N- none of it? Because <laughs> I don't want to think about it. No, it's just stuff that I know is there. And I'm not moving it. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's a bunch of stuff in the box, right? Yeah, and it's all that kind of stuff. All of it. Wow. I mean, but it was some good times, so for Mm. real. I put something in my nostalgia box last week. Really? Someone someone did you right. How about that? I put something in my nostalgia box. See, I haven't put something in my nostalgia box in a while. (laughs) Actually, I take that back. Might be something in there this week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. Damn, Damn, I can't wait to talk to y'all after we cut the lights. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, gosh. No, but I have a a letter that's like a five-page letter (sighs) that makes me so happy because Mm -hmm. no one writes letters anymore. It's just a lost art in romance, right? Okay, so we sharing. Lost art, yeah. Okay, so I have. <laughs> this is so crazy. It's cute. I Just love it. Crazy. It's so crazy. Nice. Just do it. So I have somebody. Oh my god! <laughs> somebody made me a custom like greeting card, and it was all these pictures of the two of us, oh. like in all these special settings, and it said it, like under each picture. It's like, you know, and they made it through like Hallmark or American Greek, whatever one of the companies is. So it's like legit. And um, it just has all these great memories. So I kept that. I have I have a lot of greeting cards that have like handwritten messages that are indicative of whatever happened at that time. Kind of like cards to say I'm sorry or whatever. Like I got some that I gave that are given back to me. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I have apartment keys. I have yes. a wallet full of th- items. I have a couple of ID cards. <laughs> I have hotel keys. I have a lot of hotel keys. Like, I have some hotel keys. You know, I just got stuff. <laughs> Boarding passes, all yes. that kind of stuff. Ribbons from boxes that were gifts. I have, like, things like that. So Yes, I have, I have a card um, that someone sent me with a bouquet of flowers. Mm-hmm. That was just so... Sweet and sentimental. I was dating someone who was um, also really good at like drawing. It mm-hmm. wasn't his thing, but I mean, he wasn't like a an artist in that sense. He just had the talent. But he had the talent, mm. and so he what he would do, which I thought was so cute, is that he 
guys, can we get romance back? This is like so sad. What he would do is that he, while he was at work or whatever his day was, he'd sketch something that had to do with me and he'd mail it to me, to my house. Ooh. Like mail it, not give Ooh. it to me, but mail it. And it, and I'd always know it was him because, you know, he'd have, it, the envelope, he'd have like sketches all over the envelope. And I'd be like, oh, so I'd know what that means. That means that he had a doodle for me or something from that day. Really simple. But beautiful because you're thought of someone took the time not only to draw it, but then to go send it. Mm-hmm. And those little feelings of like small details to let the person know, like, I'm thinking of you Especially throughout today. my day. That's so heartfelt. And I think it's a lost art because now people just shoot texts and your picture. <laughs> it's just so digital. But yeah, I think it's a lost art. So my box definitely has all the doodles and and cute little messages and flowers and letters and. What about them pictures you take when you get to the amusement park in the front and they take your picture? Oh, cute! <sighs> or from random um, what are those booths like yes. party oh, booths yeah. where I, you guys will get the oh, whole strip yes. with each other, being making silly faces. I have a DVD with a professional photography shoot that I did with someone in, not like that, <laughs> but that I did with someone in like this abandoned like old warehouse factory. And we went in there and took like killer pictures just for us. We never posted them on social media or anything. I have things like that. Right. Like real deal keepsake type shit. So naturally, you know, that would make somebody else feel uncomfortable because those are it, it's 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 it it, it makes it makes them aware of the fact that you had like special feelings like that for somebody else. So it's like I like I'm the first one that'll tell you don't let me find your motherfucking shoebox because I'm gonna set it on fire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to be the only person it's that you have eyes. What's that song say? I only have eyes for you. The that's flamingos. that's it. That's right. It's one of my favorite songs. That's our homework. <laughs> I only yes. I love that song. Ooh. <laughs> I'm about to yeah. go home and play that. So you know, but that's but why. But that box is so, now here. Now here's my question: Do you do you think it's unhealthy to? Because I remember someone I was dating once was like, and obviously that was yeah. his ego, so I understand. But he was like, "What? What are you holding on to?" And it was weird when he asked me that because, you know, I got stuck for a second. <laughs> I was like, "Because you don't want to tell the person you're dating, I'm holding on to the memories of all the people I've loved." But that's the reality, right? He was I, talking to you like Beyonce was talking on Lemonade. What am I? Are you cheating on me? Why? Are you she's like, I just want to know, are you cheating on me? What are you holding on to? You know, and, me, and he basically, me. he was like, it's all these trap doors and men walking through the hallways. Oh, <laughs> just like oh, she said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Wait, Good thing Lemonade wasn't out there. <laughs> He's like, where do you go? Okay. Oh, right? Okay. He would have been looking at that box like he told you he tried everything, breathing underwater. Okay. Using the pace to, to to plug his hemorrhage or whatever she said. Okay, levitating. Yeah, he's like, Yo, I you levitating. My head I shut my fat ass up. <laughs> I tried like to be a little nicer. Yeah. I right. cooked some meals for you. I even took the garbage awake. out. Oh my god. Friend, are you cheating on me? <laughs> No, he was like. (laughs) 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 Literally the men's version of lemonade. The Kimberell version. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now, so is your box? Sure, you're holding. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Kimberell episode. Get (laughs) get your free (laughs) mom. Okay. Prepare to catch me frying chicken. (laughs) 
Bro, you catch me. We okay. will with your slow ass. Can't move fast. Oh, limp and magical, limp, magically delicious leg, kickstand leg, having no. that Kimber Rip. Magical. Okay, go ahead. Delicious. <laughs> go ahead. Is, your, uh, is your nostalgia box just, uh, <laughs> is it? I've literally been crying for like five minutes. I can't Yo, stop laughing. You, all that water you drank, you're going to need to re-up. <laughs> oh, okay. What'd you ask? <laughs> That's what Kimberell be sneaking and listening to Lalo. You better let Lalo. She be singing it while she driving. Go ahead. Look, 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 I hope look, she tweets look, And every time she touches the top of the stairway, her nails clap like... Okay. Kimberell drive with one hand. I hope right. she tweets you. Like, I hope she tweet me too. <laughs> She gonna be like, I'm a huge fan of the show. I'm gonna be like, you it's sure? Like, are. <laughs> Wait, speaking of huge fan of the show, Dustin. Yes. The Instagram video with Nini's. Oh my husband. god! <laughs> when I tell you that I screamed, I oh. laughed so hard. When he said, "Toot toot," I said, "Of course." I said, "I, I literally was like a I was fucking like, course." Oh my god! How would it be Dustin that he bumps into? It had to How? be. That's, How? So all I know is that, you know, Greg Leaks is someone that I had not met before. <laughs> and we happened to be at the same place Doo-doo. at the same time. And Talking I said, you know what? I'm a huge fan of the show, Mr. Leaks. I said, and me Mr. Leaks. and my best friends, we have an inside joke going about that scene that you and Nene did. And I was just like, I probably don't know. I talk about Nene. So I was like, I was like, that scene that you and Nene did. Where she said, wait, meanwhile, Dustin says, me and my friends, and it's a podcast of like 40,000. <laughs> <laughs> right? All our An friends. Inside joke. So, All like, y'all in the front I, when, I, when I asked him to do it, I was like, how am I going to get him to do it? I was like, well, when I ask him to do it, I'm going to, to imitate him, you know, imitate the scene. Right. So, I was like, we just, we were huge fans of that scene where you and Nene go, let him know, Greg. Honk the horn. Toot, toot. I did I did the whole thing and he started. He was like He was so cool. He's like, come on, let's do it. <laughs> come on. I was like, are you serious, Mr. Lee? He's like, yeah, come on, let's do it. Cut it on, man. So I turned the camera on and he was right there. He's like, come on, let's go. And he did it. And then he was like, I was like, thank you so much. He's like, and and, and get get Nene's app out the app store. I said, okay. <laughs> I kept on walking. <laughs> Yo, he looked great though. He did, and right? Greg and Nene got some money. They look. I'm gonna tell you, Greg Leaks looked like Greg Leaks that day. Like everything was crispy, and he, he looked great. very well kept. Mm-hmm. He looked, it did. So good for Greg and Nene. Right. I like Nene now. You know that. I, I de- and how crazy is that? You right? declared he said it on that. the show. Like literally yep. the day before manifestation. And you see what happened. So Nene and Nene, we are good. <laughs> see. Yo, I died. I had to bring that up. Can you believe that, Asante? Like, how many times have we laughed about that scene? That's why when I said, I said, of course. I literally said, of course. Because if it had to happen to anybody, it needed to happen to your ass. It had to. It was so freaking cute. I literally stopped in the street and laughed. Laughed. I had. To, I went to the friend zone Twitter and retweeted it. I was like, "Y'all have to see this. This is crazy." That shit. Wait, but just yes. because I put that interjection doesn't mean that I forgot my question. What's your Why question, do you boy? still have your box, Dustin? What are you holding on to? This for me, it's just you guys know that I'm. I talk about it all the time. How much I love special moments like that. And so for me, it's not so much that I'm holding on to the person or whatever because I can completely move on from people. But the memories of that times, those times, and the feelings that I had that 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 kind of happiness is noteworthy to me. And so, as many memories or or keepsakes or mementos I can have from my happiest moments, 
I like to collect them. And it's not personal and it's not a, a detraction from any of the, you know, wonderful newer, people that came into my yeah. life afterward. Agree. It just was a really happy point for me and I like to celebrate happiness. It's your mm. gratitude jar. Yeah. And your gratitude is your attitude. And I believe in getting attitude adjustments. <laughs> so tread lightly and be very thankful. <laughs> no, it's true. I actually agree nah, but with for you. real, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, one thing that I like to do on the days that I'm not feeling well, which is ties into the gratitude jar that we've spoken about before, um, to help me avoid having to lean on my vices, like smoking or drinking. Sometimes you don't want to do that, mm -hmm. and you're like, what else can I do to feel better right now? And I think, <clears throat> like, nostalgia boxes and gratitude jars to me are so cute because you mm -hmm. read those letters and it's weird. That's what I love about having, like, you know, that we have all these memories because you can kind of go back to wherever you need to go back to to pull you out of being. Because sometimes, you know, we talk about being in the present, which obviously you need to. That's where you're healthiest. But sometimes it is nice to kind of reach back into a whole different chapter, uh, particularly when that was good, obviously, and have that memory and kind of let it refuel you in that moment and kind of get you out of whatever you're in now that you think is like your life as a whole. It's nice to be like, no, this is just a temporary period where I'm not feeling well because look at all these other times that I was feeling so nice. Mm -hmm. And you remember it all. And you remember it and it gives you a nice, it's a nice high. It is. You remember the smells. And if you're going to reach and get highs... Then get nice highs that you know that actually feel good and are good for you. That's my kryptonite. Did you know that about me? I will admit this, right? The one thing you guys know, I'm I, I am very, you know, I I fight my way through anything. But the one thing that is like super challenging for me is to physically go back to a place where I have memories that are, you know, extreme one way or the other. It's really hard for me. Really. Mm -hmm. If I go somewhere that I was really happy with someone that I'm not really happy with anymore, it's like it fucks with me. If mm. I go somewhere where something really tragic and sad happened, it fucks with me. So it, for me, it's like being in the place. It's just something about that experience. Yeah. That, so that's why I hate, you know, when things fall apart. Like, remember when I told y'all that story about me and my friend arguing at that park that yeah. time? I avoided that entire part of Harlem for like a really long time <laughs> because really? it made me miss my friend. Aww. And so, but shout out to my friend. My friend uh, is, you know, doing really good. So it's, you know, in life. Right. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's really good to, <laughs> to you know, like it, it just, nice like, <laughs> I just being in those places is hard for me, for real. I get it. Because it's like a, it's such a disappointment. Like, damn, didn't we almost have it all? <laughs> <laughs> Like, for real. So. But as a nostalgia can be tricky, especially when it's something good that you have that you don't have anymore. That is when it can be tricky. If you if you start to remember that you don't have it anymore, then you're like, oh, man. Wait, you look down and this isn't helping. That's how it is sometimes. In my nostalgia box, one of the things I have, because it's just uh, all the people that are special to me, like just something in there. Um, one time my mom sent me something, and literally I have the envelope that she sent to me because it's her handwriting. And she put a letter in it that just says, I love you. And it's just because it's my mom's handwriting. Every time I look at it, even though we talk on the phone and, you know, she don't call me back sometimes and she be Snapchatting. Um, <laughs> you know, just knowing that she loves me is one thing. But to, like, always have that piece of her handwriting. Because, you know, you, I can think of when I was That's younger. Forging That's her so signature cute. on shit. Mm -hmm. 
And so just to look at it, it's like uh, that piece there. That's sweet. But then that gets hard because it's like, but my mom's not here. Speaking of forging mm, signatures, that's so sweet. right? Oh, no. <laughs> because we've been too nice on this episode. <laughs> so it's no time for a petty note, okay? <laughs> hey, y'all thought I wasn't going to give y'all a petty note I'm going to give you one. So speaking of forging signatures, this week's petty tip. <laughs> Okay, friend, because I'm about to give some instructions. Oh so it's kind of like a wellness segment <laughs> slash on a petty note. I'm that about to tell you how to change report cards, right? Like I got in trouble. Oh when I, got, no. I, got, I got in trouble when I was in high school for changing. Do they my even report still card. give report cards? Like physical like, do they ones? email them? Probably. I feel like well, it's digital now. It's PDFs and shit. You get that Photoshop. <laughs> well, I can't tell y'all how to change that. <laughs> Oh, I can okay. tell you how to change that. But I'm going to tell you how I changed mine. Back in the day when oh, there was carbon copies, right? You would get a number two pencil, a black ink pen, and a white colored pencil. That white colored pencil was key because it needed to look spotty, right? Mm -hmm. So you would use the regular pencil. You would use the black pen to make as small of an outline as you could. And then you go over with the white colored pencil. You could change numbers. Oh, letters, my God. How did you figure this out? You know, I was smart. <laughs> I was in the gifted program, so things just came to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, how can I make that look like that? that so you could is... go from a D to a B+. So how do you help the digital kids now? Because they're looking at you like, well, we don't get those. Well, since I don't endorse changing report cards, <laughs> oh, I can't Lord. help that. I can't help them. <laughs> Yo, and I, I never ended up getting caught though. I got a whooping and everything. Oh my god! That was like one of the last whoopings I got. <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> I, I didn't really need to change my report cards. I kind of just handed it to my mom and said, "What well, we gonna do? What we gonna do with?" <laughs> I would be, it would be one fucking class, like you know what I'm saying, like one class that I just wouldn't turn my homework in or something dumb like that. Yeah, and it would fuck my whole thing. I have all A's and like a C. I'd be like. There's always that See, one See, I've class. always been a talker because I did not do the homework. I was not a homeworker. I, I'm in your class. I'm answering your questions. We, oh, my God. This is the week of my 10-year high school <laughs> class reunion. 10 years? Yeah. Are you going? Then now, I have things to do this weekend. No shade to you guys. I put, put it in the Facebook thing because some of y'all listen to the show. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> um, It's been 10 years. Yeah. Wow. And, and going to Nostalgia... In that nostalgia box, I was definitely looking at old ass pictures of myself with my prom date and stuff. Oh, I have all sorts of shit like that. That's my favorite too. Looking at pictures when you were like in high school and college. Oh my god, your most ratchet, your most ratchet, almost into adulthoodness. Right. My and you clothes know what? were so big. Oh my god, what? That was the style. No, so big. like huge. Oh my god, my Mecca clothes. Nautica, <laughs> Nautica, and Nietzsche. Oh, I was I was huge, so it was easy for me and to go in here and walk all the big niggas. The Jabos, yeah. With that tag on the fly. Oh my God. Columbia coats. <laughs> yes, Timberlands, beef and boy, y'all call them beef North and broccoli. Face, we call them money. bush hikers. Oh, beef oh yeah, and North Face was dope. That was a little later on. You would get the headband to go with your coat. And it'd be like black on the shoulders, <laughs> but then you might get red. Right. You know? But those are the kids that had like money. They had that dad that had money. They'd have the headband, the fate, the North Face jacket, and they'd have the Gore-Tex boots. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See, we <laughs> or the new yes, Jordans, jeans. the newest yes. Jordans. See, luckily, you know, the, the artists like to hold it down in Atlanta. So we got to do all the church drives. Okay, the free school supplies and the free fly clothes. Thank you, Ludacris. Word, I 
I hear that. I'm telling you, when celebrities would come, Mace, that was one Mace thing. never looked out for us like that in Harlem. <laughs> but you know and what? Then, okay. Well, after Mace got his church money and went down south, he made sure he looked out for the south because they looked out for his ass. Mace. Shout out to Money Making Pastor Mace. <laughs> money Making Pastor Mace. Yes. Oh, that was cute. Nostalgia spot. Mace and Deb Adney kind of look alike a little bit. Like, if you lift that wig up, it's something about the way, like, you know how she got them sad eyes like Mace got? Like in the corners a little bit, like Mace and Deb and he kind of look like just a, <laughs> no, like just don't a talk little. about my manager like that. Oh, I know. Oh, damn, Deb. I would love to work with Deb. Come on, Deb, <laughs> I'm not doing it. You just well, sit me, there. Let me explain talk to about me on to the you. show. Walker's not gonna let it happen. That's <laughs> it. Let me explain something to you. When it comes to my family, what, you think you're doing me a favor? Oh, when she went at with oh, Kalina, she let, she let um, oh. Kalina has, and she let D Smith has have it too. Low key. I, I haven't watched. I'm not caught up on the trash. Don't ruin it for me. The don't, trash. don't spoil it up for me. Don't spoil it for okay, me. Okay, so yes, so that's our icebreaker, you guys. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and so moving right along with asking for your friend, a friend. Before we ask for our friend, I just wanted to go on ahead and really, really quickly do the black business. I wanted to move it up because I wanted to make sure y'all heard this, okay? Don't cut off the episode without listening to this part, all right? Because I know y'all waiting for asking for a friend. <laughs> we have to save pinkies, okay? Pinkies. Now, for those of y'all that know, I have a homegirl named Pinky in Harlem. She's got a bomb-ass Jamaican spot, and I am there frequently That's if you follow so me good. on the Snapchat, okay? Pinky, uh, there was a fire, and... The insurance is not going to cover what it needs to cover. And the restaurant was one of, you know, many dreams of hers. And to be a black business owner in Harlem, I just want to save her business. A, because it's good as fuck. And B, because, you know, black people in Harlem, you know, we got to keep that shit going. If I'm yeah. going to stay a resident in Harlem. very few, like, mom and pop, like, original shops I'm in Harlem. Telling you, Y'all already know how that is. I'm telling you. So, Pinky, um, there was a really bad fire, and this just this just happened. Some of y'all tweeted me about the link, so I'm glad that y'all are hip. Shout and out I'll to y'all. And I'll post the GoFundMe under the SoundCloud. We're definitely gonna put the link up for the GoFundMe, but she's out here trying to raise fifteen thousand dollars. Okay, I'm not asking you to give her the full fifteen. You know, I wish twenty, twenty five, fifty dollars, anything. You can give her ten dollars. Okay, act like you you paying for you know a, a plate at the Jamaican spot. True. Anything that you put in is going to be helpful. Okay, I need this restaurant back open because I eat there and I love the food there, and also because and it's a neighborhood staple. It's a neighborhood staple, and it's a black business person and you know we all are all about that i'm all about hood rejuvenation okay <laughs> i used to want to name my mixtape hood rejuvenation i like that so sounds like I a just, skin a skincare see and that's the thing boutique. it's like it's like hood and then it's the rejuvenation so it's kind of like you know hood class a okay class a um, i like it no yeah let's save pinky let's, it's something everybody can relate to you got four <laughs> My brain was like four, four. It wasn't a Beyonce <laughs> reference, so you know I know your information. So save pinkies, baby. save so we, pinkies. So we definitely have to do that. Um, I just wanted to make sure we got that out of the way. Uh, now to get to the shit that y'all really want to get to, asking for a friend. Do not forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. If you have email, if you have <laughs> tweeted me and asked me for the email and I did not respond, it's because I say the email every week on the show. I'm so sorry. I'm not going to text uh, tweet you back what it is. Um, but there's the email. Send us all you got. I am always reading the emails. Uh, be polite to me. Don't say anything crazy. And if you have something for Fran or for Dustin or for myself, please email us at our respective email addresses. To get into the email, we have asking for a friend. This one is... <laughs> titled, Who Wants That Perfect Love Story Anyway? 
Cliche. 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 We all do on the low. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On the lowest of keys. Take on the Myveries. First of all, (laughs) I want to thank my connects. Shout out. You all have played such a pivotal role in my journey of self-exploration and self-acceptance. I love you all so much, especially you, Fran. You're a godsend. Yes, you is. That's really sweet. Yes, you is. You You is is a godsend, Fran. (laughs) Yes, you is, Fran. This is a God scene. I love this you. Thank you for that good energy. <laughs> this is a God scene. All right. Let's get into the bullshit, though. <laughs> her her like words, that. y'all. She, she turned this, that corner right, quick. This, this is the email, y'all. I promise you. I want him back, y'all. I broke up with him. Yes. I broke up with him I long enough. I that on a spiritual level. <laughs> Look, and you're going you gonna to feel this, too. I broke up with him long enough for him to move on, get a girl, have a baby by her, and now he want to marry her. Bitch. You are funny. Uh-uh, don't let her do that. Um, and the killer part is apparently he doesn't even love her, but feels obligated. What? Did he tell you this? I know the way I was living was whack, but you don't get a girl back. <laughs> Wait, you gotta read this. She's quoting song. Tri- she's quoting "Song Cry" by Jay Z, <laughs> which is one of my all-time favorite songs. So you know I'm with this. <laughs> I know the way I was living was whack, but you don't get a girl back like that. I can't believe it. Have either of you ever... I need a jacket that says that L- on a listen, back. Okay. My own tour jacket. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have either of you ever experienced Ooh, this? Girl. How did you handle it? Please advise. I can't help you. <laughs> For real. Like, I can't... I don't know what to say. I've never been through that. I don't think that I would go through that. I don't. I think that you're supposed to let people be. If somebody's happy, whether they're making a mistake or not, it's really not up to you. You know what I mean? It'd be one thing if you wanted to, like, start a conversation with him and, like, really, you know, talk to him. But it's like you're trying to, to like, not only get with him, but you also want to stop him from making what you feel like is a mistake because of something you heard. Like, that right, that sounds no like, did sense. he say that to you? Yeah, like, no. So I think you just need to figure out what it really is that you want now. On a petty note, if you really just want to, like, get it one more time, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, then that I can understand you being like, okay, before you do this, like, can we just, like, one last time, like, I just really want to appreciate you. <laughs> For real, I, w- I would be like, before you do this, I know I know what you're about to do, we slowly and I respect your future, but, like, just one last time, do you really want to just mm-hmm. be can we just be one last time? Ooh. That's what I, I would do. In my chest. <laughs> my chest got tight. <laughs> That's what I would do. So, you know, that I understand. <laughs> but that shit you talking about, like, stopping him from being with her so you can be with him like that, don't even... Mm. What is this, Jerry? You know what I'm saying? That don't even make <laughs> sense, man. Come on. Whew. Um, Wow. I'm like, how do I answer this without incriminating myself? <laughs> Damn, now I really can't wait for your response. No, 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 I won't. I've learned my lesson with oh. the internet. Um, how do I say it? Well, this is the thing. If you, because it sounds like she left him, right? That's what mm-hmm. she said. She, I broke up or with she him. She's being whack. I broke up with him long enough for him to move on, <laughs> get a girl, <laughs> have a baby by her, and now he want to marry her. Now he wanna marry her, and she's like mad about it. That's so uh, funny. 
I've been on both sides. Well, I didn't marry or have anyone's kid, yeah. but I've been on both sides. No, right? Snatched. No, but I. <laughs> no, but I know. I think there's a radar. You know, people have radar when you're happy. If they left you, it's called Facebook and Instagram, <laughs> okay. and and ego on top of okay. that, because they most people when they leave you, it's hard for them to see you happy with someone else, because they just never. Yeah, because we're supposed never to be together. Them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, it, and sometimes people Shit. really think you're gonna wait. They think that you know you love them enough to let them do their thing, whatever that means nowadays, yes. and then come back. Exactly, and it happens. One thing I will say is I really feel like it's your ego talking to you. It has, I bet you if he leaves her and comes back to you, you're going to remember why you left him yep. in the first place. And yep. you're going to probably throw him away again. Yep. Or it's not going to be what you thought. And it's more so the rush of getting him back. It's that I want him back. But once you do, you won't. You probably won't even want him. Yo, the mind is tricky. Listen. The mind is tricky, and you have to be careful because you don't want to keep someone on a shelf. Or end up with a Harambe-looking ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> or no, you looking don't, all right and come back look like Harambe. You don't, want, you don't want to keep someone on a shelf. You don't, want, you don't want to be that person, and you don't want to do that to anyone, to have them waiting. And, you know, he was probably so hurt, and then it took him a long time probably to get over it, and now he finally met someone new, and they have a baby. And, like, let him be. And please be clear, a baby is forever. And right. that baby going to have a mama forever. Right. Yes. And that baby going to have a mama that broke up with that man yes. so that you could lay yes. up with him. And she's going please. to know that forever. That's right. That's so right. let's, let's that. be clear. Say you know. that. That's all just awful energy. And listen, I feel you. You know, I, I'm a lover. I love love. I love nostalgia and emotions and that angst and wanting someone and not having them and getting them back. Like, I love all those feelings, but it's all fun in theory. And then when you actually get each other back, you're like, oh, shit, you know? And, and then, like Dustin said, and the baby and the baby mama's going to be scorned. Like, oh, my goodness, this doesn't sound like a fun idea. It sounds like a romantic idea in your mind. And a lot of the time, romance is better kept in the mind. That's Walk it. around and get Sky Jackson as a stepdaughter. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> bullshit. Keep bullshitting if you want to. She be tweeting. <laughs> okay. You get that bye, honey tweet. <laughs> Don't say nothing. <laughs> I say leave it alone. I would like to tell you, young lady, or sir or person, just in case you didn't want your sex <laughs> identified. I think that you want the idea of this person back. And it has to factor into you seeing them somewhat happy. You, you've left this person, all right? You broke up with them. They gone out your face. But he talking about marriage and some shit, and you starting to think, like, oh, shit, like, you was going to marry somebody? You're supposed to have been marrying me. But the thing is, like we said, he has a child now, okay? Do you still want to get back with this man, mm-hmm. his child, and the baby mama drama? I mean, like you said, you know, who wants that perfect love story anyway? But who wants a baby mama anyway now? You broke up with him. You might be in love with that idea or back on that idea of when shit was good because you're seeing him happy or some shit, but you got to let that go. You have to leave it back in the past. I can think of every time I thought to myself, when I would go through a breakup, it would be like early. So I'd be like, oh, do I really want to do this? Or like, you know, do I want this person back? But it was just I was comfortable. And you've been apart from this person long enough to know what what it was about them that made you comfortable. And you might just be stuck on that. If that is not the case then I just want to tell you, don't be no homewrecker now, girl. 
he probably not even worth it. Now, if you, I need an update. I need you to send me a headshot. And if it's Boris Kojo, I'm going to tell you, fine, you know, do it. But if you out here just over somebody regular and stuff and they just real nice, you can get that anywhere. Go go get you a new one. And you can get you one. I'm about to risk it off a Beanie Seagull. And you can get you one that don't got a child, too. So you ain't got to be a stepmom. You can have your own whole ass child and a man with no child if you'd like. And let me say this, too. Let me be clear on this. It's nothing against, you know, co-parenting or dating somebody that has a child and and a, you know, a, st- a baby mom or whatever. But not when you interfered. Not when you were the cause of their of their the separation between the two of them. Yeah, like, that's, that's a whole you're, different You're creating dynamic. problems for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's not just the 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 concept of someone of dating someone with children. That's not what we're talking about. Home no, we're yeah. talking about you deciding <laughs> to create like a hostile work environment. <laughs> <laughs> right. A hostile work One hundred thousand percent. Okay. <laughs> so please take all of the other players into consideration as you play your game with this young no man. it's true i think you you're you're thinking yeah it's just your ego and give yeah. it time and honestly if one thing i'm learning you know how people always say um what's that mariah carey song when she's like if you love it let it go what was it you're about to ask what's the mariah lynn song and i was about mariah to know lynn. the answer no but she um. no not money gun but you know how they say if you let if you you know the saying if you if, if, if you, you love it, someone let it go let it, it go. comes back to you and it right. comes back to you you know what i always thought ain't got that, nowhere to stay i always thought that that was a lie i was like there's no way that that's true like this, this is just something sign. sweet that we say but remember what i told you my mic don't fell. That was God. <laughs> God was like, don't say it, man. <laughs> My mic literally dropped. Okay, it said no. Fred, you better listen. The universe I'm looks out, you. right? I'm telling you. You know, you just have to just stay patient. And if that's where you're supposed to be, you won't. What's yours won't be missed. Right. You need you a bad bitch weekend. It won't miss you because that's the th- that's another problem though too. Sometimes people see other people and the, and other things and think that that's theirs. You might be looking at this man and think that he's mine. That's what's mine. It's not yours. If that was yours, he would be with you and you wouldn't be writing in here. And that's no shade. I'm just telling you, he is not yours. I know that you want him back. Don't be trying to walk by him. But you actually that. don't want I'm I'm telling you as your friend, you actually don't want him back. You and don't think, think do. we don't get it because we get it. We oh, get I, it. T- I totally listen, we get it. Y'all know I'm we the first it. one to listen, think to, I to feel like I'm entitled. Li- you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. like, so Yo, I a hundred percent get it. Especially because I've been very honest with you guys about the fact that my connections with people are intense because yeah. I don't date a lot. So when I do date, it's for keeps, even though it hasn't been kept. But you guys know what I mean. So I feel like, yeah, every person I've been with has been like, whoa. So when I see them, there's always that feeling. No matter if they're married, if they have kids, we know, we get it. It's always that feeling. We don't care about that shit. We just (laughs) talking about liking each other. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like it's always that feeling and it's okay and we get it. But that doesn't mean you have to act on it. See y'all, y'all in the friend zone. Look at all that information y'all getting up out of the friends in the friend zone. <laughs> yeah, and of Learn all the information you just got, I hope that what you took away was how to handle shit with some class and dignity, right? And some reverence for the time that you spent with a motherfucker, as opposed to dogging them out in the streets and shit. Right. No, that person was important to me. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, you know. And I'm so grateful for their impact on and on and, and my experience with them. Yeah, that's real a shit. Thing. That's a real reflection. So and then thank you, you can friend. move and you can move forward in life even if someone (laughs) even if someone did have that impact and everything you guys shared 
life keeps going. He's doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. We still have so much love for each other, and it's totally okay to move forward and exactly and, and do that. Yeah, so. yeah. So shout out to that. That's a perfect note to end this show. On. Right. Anybody got church announcements? I'm gonna go last. Cause I don't have mine ready. 305 Live. That's yes, what I was going to announce. Lord. That's this weekend. Shout out Live. to Kid Fury. I will be in the building on Sunday. I will Sunday. be in the building as well. The whole family is going to be in the building for Yay, 305 can't Live. Can't wait to meet all of you guys. If this is your first 305 Live, please do not be bougie. Leave all that bougie shit at home. Get ready to shake your asses and move with them things. Buy them bottles. And don't bring them rings. Uh, you know, if you marry, that's for the married folks. Don't bring um, them rings. It's going to be at the Haven Rooftop on 132 West 47th Street. Tickets are at fury305.com. Come fuck it up and party with us. You know, we're going to be holding it down and being crazy. Franny, do you know what you're wearing? Do I know what I'm wearing? Mm-hmm. You have, have an idea no of how you're going to look? Are you going to wear some booty shorts or something? What? I think you, you should wear some. My butt? You should wear, like, black booty shorts with, like... No. <laughs> never mind. I'm, I'm going to help you with your office. <laughs> that would never work. <laughs> it's 305 Oh, I want you to wear what I told you I wanted you to wear oh, for that other no, thing we talked I about. Remember. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I told you you was going to get caught. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I can do that. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <sighs> well, we'll see what's we'll, in store we'll make this it Sunday. Cute. <laughs> yes. Happy Pride to everybody that's going to be out Happy Pride. Pride. Celebrate yourself fearlessly. We will all be there celebrating with you. Yep, and ready to whoop ass if anybody try it. So, right, we're all there. That's right. And, so, and I hope this episode gave you some <laughs> tips on love and ego and detachment and celebrating the good in your life. That's right. Your and nostalgia your box. Ass off. <laughs> there, were, there are no ads on this one. That's why we decided to make it about consumerism. <laughs> this one was on us. Right. And we also decided to leave you with a little love so you can leave a little love around everywhere else. Yay. Okay. Happy spirits. Happy summer. Mm-hmm. It's about to be a new month, new blessings. Take it mm-hmm. all in. And give it all out. And we love you. Thank you for listening. Stay black and protect your magic. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.